Good morning, everyone. Um, this morning, we're just going to continue praying um, as we started two days ago. Um, I want us to begin by looking in uh, the book of First Kings chapter 3. First Kings chapter 3, um, from verse 10. The Bible says, I'm reading from 10 to 15. Uh, I will take our cue from here and begin to pray today. The Lord was pleased that Solomon had asked for this. So God said to him, since you have asked for this and not for long life or wealth for yourself, nor have asked for death of your enemies, but for discernment in administering justice, I will do what you have asked. I will give you a wise and discerning heart so that there will never have been anyone like you, nor will there ever be. Moreover, I will give you what you have not asked for, both wealth and honor, so that in your lifetime you will have no equal among kings. And if you walk in obedience to me and keep my decrees and commands as David your father did, I will give you a long life. Then Solomon awoke and realized it had been a dream. Not just the reading of his word. Um, so from the beginning of this scripture, we see that um, Solomon was, uh, there was a desire in his heart. You know, um, there was, he had just um, ascended the throne and, you know, it was the time for his, like the, his manifestation. It was the day of his manifestation. And um, there was something he knew that he lacked. And, you know, he had that burning desire in his heart. And then he had the dream where God was asking him what he wanted, um, you know, and in, from verse seven, uh, the scripture says, now, Lord, my God, you have made your servant king in place of my father, David, but I am only a little child and do not know how to carry out my duties. Your servant is here among the people you have chosen, a great people, too numerous to count or number. So give your servants a discerning heart to govern your people and to distinguish between right and wrong for who is able to govern this great people of yours. Um, this scripture, I believe, um, if we're talking about be, um, bracing for impact, you know, this, is, this paints a picture of it. The king had accepted it and he had a desire. What he felt, you know, he knew that there was something he needed for him to be impactful in his day and in his time. And when he received, you know, when the Lord visited him and asked him the, um, what he wanted, the Bible makes it clear that God was pleased with what he asked for, meaning he asked for the right thing. He was accurate in his request. He was able to identify the thing that um, he needed. The Bible says that it pleased the Lord because he asked for the right thing. I want us to pray this morning that even in this season that we are, um, the Lord uh, is, is bracing us, you know, um, for impact in this time. I want us to pray that we would have accuracy by the leading of the Holy Spirit, you mm -hmm. know, um, be accurate in thought, we will be accurate even in speech, we will be accurate in posture. Um, mm -hmm. because you see, it was that accuracy of 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 Solomon that even caused 
first of all, the Lord to be pleased with him. And then God said, not only will I give you this thing that you asked for, then I will add even more, more to you that will cause you to be impactful. So I want us to lift our voices this morning and just begin to pray and say, Father, give me accuracy, Lord. Help me to be accurate. Help me to know what is required of me in this time and in this season, my God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Pray for yourself this morning. Father, we pray for accuracy. Father, may I not ask and miss the name of Jesus, according to your word and your desire, in the name of Jesus, God. Father, you have to ask my Lord in every way in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, may my thoughts be accomplished before you, not in my sickness be accomplished before you. Father, let my heart desires be accomplished before you, in the mighty name of Jesus. Jesus, Amen. Amen. Amen.
Amen. Um, Amen. Said, the Lord was pleased that Solomon had asked for this. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray, oh God, for accuracy, Lord. It is accuracy, Lord, in sight, accuracy in speech. Favor, by accuracy. six o'clock, if you know you are going to... I'm eat, sorry, you please your mute your mic, please. Thank you. Thank you. Um, accuracy in conduct. These are the things that... Um, enable us to be um to be pleasing to the lord the bible says the lord was pleased that solomon had asked for this you know even looking at the story of um another person who had ascended the throne esther um, um in esther chapter four the bible tells us that um mordecai had sent a word to esther you know and had asked her for help help for the Jews. and then there was a way she responded and Mordecai sent word back to her and he told her, don't think that, that because you are in the palace or you think you are exempted from all of this, that, you know, um, you, you are shielded or you are covered from this. He said to her, if you remain silent at this time, relief and deliverance for the Jews will arise from another place, but you and your father's family will perish. Um, and he went on to say, and who knows that who knows but that you have come to your royal position for such a time as this so there was a way that esther was thinking and there was a way that she was postured and there was a way she was evaluating things that was not accurate you know and it took the counsel of god the counsel of um, um the person that god had placed over her life to give her the right perspective i want us to pray this morning you see, because uh, we're talking about being braced for impact, um, for God to even brace us for impact, it means he's surrounded with wise people that can bring the counsel of God to us, that can bring clarity to us, that can help us have the right perspective. I want you to pray this morning that the Lord will surround us, the Lord will surround you with wisdom, with wise counsel, with wise men, with strong men, with people that have understanding, that can see clearly. I want you to pray that the Lord will begin to lead you um, into the company of wisdom in the mighty name of Jesus. Many times we do like what we money or you know, material things. Most times what God was the Thank <laughs> you. 
in Jesus name we pray amen amen there I say that wisdom is um one of the assets wisdom is one of you know the the, the things that we require in this season to be braced for impact. The Bible tells us in Proverbs 13, verse 20, walk with the wise and become. I'm sorry, there's some feedback in the background. Um, please, if there's noise in the background where you are, can you mute your microphone? Thank you. The Bible says, walk with the wise and become wise, for a companion of fools suffers harm. I want us to pray for, um, uh, I want us to pray that the Lord will deliver us from every company of foolishness, every company um, um, of inaccuracy, every company of, um, that lacks wisdom that lacks the wisdom of God because um, there is so much knowledge that is floating around these days. There are so many words that are going around. There's so much, there are so many words that are, you know, being spoken that are filling the airspace, but it is the word of God. It is the wisdom of God. It is the counsel of the King that prevails. I want us to pray that if we are in any company of, you know, foolishness or any company that speaks a contrary word or brings a contrary counsel, um, um, to the kingdom of God. Um, I want us to pray that the Lord will cause there to be a separation in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. The Bible says that a companion of fools suffer ha- suffers harm. Um, another version says associate with fools and get into trouble father yeah. in the name of jesus we pray that there will be a separation yeah. lord from any God, anything that will cause us lord to misevaluate to misunderstand yeah. father we pray for deliverance from such in the mighty name of jesus this morning lord ask lord for your intervention pray for yourself this morning we ask lord that the spirit will lead us everywhere we are associated 
congregation, every company, every community, every community, let our in the name of Jesus, name we pray. Amen. Amen. Father, we also pray, Lord, even as we ask for your wisdom, we pray, Father, for the ability, Lord, to respond, Lord, accurately when your wisdom finds us, when your instruction is given to us, oh God. Father, let us not respond um, um, let, let us respond the right way. Let us respond accurately, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, regardless of how your, your word makes us feel, let us not judge by um, the hearing of our ears or the seeing of our eyes, oh God, but Father, indeed, cause us to discern your wisdom. Give us understanding, oh God, that us to respond accurately my father that will show us the right posture to take oh god in the mighty name of jesus um, um i remember a minister said once you know that just because it is the good news it doesn't mean that it will make you feel good it is supposed to produce and work out good in you but many times you know uh, when we receive the word um it chastises us chastisement in itself may not necessarily it's not a, a comfortable um it's not a comfortable position you know it challenges the the standards that you stand by it challenges the way you have been thinking it challenges the way you have been evaluating things so it takes humility to even respond accurately to the wisdom and the counsel of god um and i pray that the lord will bring us with the humility that is required for us to respond accurately in this time and in this season to every word that um he sends to us that when we see his word we'll be able to identify it we'll be able to set his word you know, as the final standard, as the final government, as the overarching word over our lives in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Um, 
from um in Esther that same chapter of Esther to, of of Esther Esther four it says that um when Esther's words were reported to Mordecai he sent back this answer. Sorry. Um. When Esther's words were reported to Mordecai, he sent back this answer. Do not think that because you are in the king's house, you alone, you alone of all the Jews will escape. For if you remain silent at this time, relief and deliverance for the Jews will arise from another place. But you and your father's family will perish. And who knows but that you have come to your royal position for such a time as this. Verse 15, then Esther sent this reply to Mordecai, go gather together all the Jews who are in Susa and fast for me. Do not eat or drink for three days, night or day. I and my attendants will fast as you do. When this is when done, I will go to the king, even though it is against the law. And if I perish, I perish. So Mordecai went away and carried out all of Esther's instructions. Another thing that I found, um, you know, this was another thing I found that I could relate to um, the request of Solomon. The Bible says in verse 10 um, that the, the Lord was pleased that Solomon had asked for this. So the Lord said to him, since you have asked for this and not for long life or wealth for yourself, there was something about the request and the posturing of both Solomon and Esther in these two scriptures that was beyond them. It was not about selfish gain. It's the selflessness of, you know, their request or the selflessness of their posturing. It was one of the things that stood out when I was reading these two scriptures. Um, in this season where the Lord is bracing us for impact, it is beyond our immediate need. You know, it is beyond that which is enough for us to just eat and take care of ourselves. There is a demand that is being placed on us now that, you know, requires us to, if you were doing one before, now the Lord is saying you have to do 10. If you were going one mile before, now the Lord is saying you have to go two miles. If you were just getting enough to feed yourself or take care of yourself, the Lord is saying no more. It is time for you to feed you a nation. It is time for you to feed a family. There is a demand now. Um, and the reason why the Lord will place a demand on us is because there is abundance in him that he wants us to tap into. I want us to pray this morning that the Lord will deliver us from every form of selfishness. You see, mm. because um, um, selfishness keeps you in a small place. Selfishness prevents you from seeing beyond yourself. Selfishness prevents you from seeing into destiny. Um, it was a a destiny defining moment for Esther but she couldn't see beyond herself yes where she was positioned she was right in the will of God she was right in the in the heart of God but she couldn't see beyond um her, her, herself and that would have caused her to be in error that would have caused her to miss her election that would have caused her to um you know be foolish you know because she could if if she remained in that place where she couldn't see beyond herself i want you to lift up your voice this morning and pray that the lord will deliver you from every form of selfishness whatever it is that um, um will 
cause you to stay small, to just see, not see into the heart of God, not to be able to see with the perspective of destiny in this crucial time and season of your life. I want you to pray that the Lord will cause there to be a holy dissatisfaction in your heart that would cause you to, you know, seek even more. Um, you will not be complacent. You will not remain in that place of comfort but there will be as the Lord places a demand on you that you will be able to stay in him you will be able to you know seek him more you will be able to break past you know that which you have known um in times past and you'll be able to you know seek him for more the more that he's making available for us in this season in the name of Jesus father we do not want to Thank you. 
Amen. Amen. Um, I want to make a link and I, 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 I pray that the Holy Spirit helps me arrive at what I'm trying to say. Um, I want to make a link between arising in the day of your manifestation, arising in the day where the Lord calls for your impact, where the Lord is demanding more from you, you know, and understanding how the weightiness of his glory is upon you or the glory that he has placed upon you. You, even you understanding the honor and glory that you carry, you know, um, the Bible says that, um, in that same scripture about Solomon, the Bible says, um, in verse 11, God said to him, since you have asked for this and not for long life or wealth for yourself, or have asked for, nor have asked for the death of your enemies, but for discernment in administering justice, I will do what you have asked. I will give you a wise and discerning heart so that there will never be anyone like you, nor will there, nor will, so that there will never have been anyone like you, nor will there ever be. Moreover, I will give you what you have not asked for, both wealth and honor. Um, if we take our cue from here and look at Isaiah 60, um, the Bible says, Arise and shine, for the light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Um, things like wealth, honor, glory, those are the things that the Lord will brace a man with in the day that, you know, he wants, he is showing him forth in the day of his impact, you know, in the day of his influence, in the day of his manifestation. Um, there is something about the glory of God. Um, the glory of God actually speaks of, amongst other things, it speaks of, you know, the opinion of God, knowing the counsel of God, knowing even what God thinks or says about you, knowing um, how heaven sees you. I remember there was a time, um, there was um, a time where I was going through, I would say I was fighting a certain kind of battle you know and the lord was giving me strategies um it, or rather i was seeking the lord for strategies and i went into a fast and i remember on the third day of that fast i had a dream it's it's interesting how um sometimes we think that the answer to we may we may evaluate uh, um that wrongly you know or think that it's a certain way that god should answer us or there's a certain thing that we <clears throat> Typical example, you're trying to do a business, you know, you may feel like, oh God, it is money that I need for this business. And sometimes God may just be saying, oh, maybe you just need to sit down and strategize. Maybe the money is not the problem yet, you know, so a situation like that. Um, and I remember um, on the third day, I had been fasting and praying. And on the third day, I had a dream. And in that dream, the Lord opened my eyes. Um, and what God actually did was he just showed me who he had called me to be. He just opened my eyes for me to see who his opinion of me. And I remember waking up that morning. And by the time I was piecing everything together, I'm like, this is what I have been missing. I have not seen myself according to how God sees me. I have not known the opinion of God concerning me, you know, and 
even just after that encounter that I had, just knowing that, oh, this is how God sees me. I started seeing myself different. I started carrying myself different. I started handling myself different. Why? Because then I could see. It wasn't that someone came and prophesied or laid hands on me or told me. I saw it for myself and I knew. There's something Pastor Isi says. She says, whatever you see, you cannot unsee. You know, whatever you have come into, you cannot. It's like, whatever you know, you cannot unknow. You know, and it's the same thing when we talk about the glory of God. If the glory of God is the opinion of God, you know, it means that if if you are carrying the glory of God and you know that you have the glory of God, you know that you... Um, you have the opinion of God concerning your life per time and per season. It's hard for you to be shaken. So in, in, in Isaiah 6, the Bible says, Arise, shine, for, for your light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. The reason that you can arise, the reason that you, why you can shine is because your light has come, and there is a glory that is risen upon you. If we're talking about being braced for impact, it's, it also speaks of arising, you know, um, and shining. You are rising and shining because it is time for your impact to be seen. It is time for the day to feel your influence it is time for you to you know manifest the glory of god he said the bible says rise and shine for your light is come and the glory of the lord is risen upon you um interestingly there was a scripture that um pastor isi had mentioned to me yesterday amidst our conversation um and it's in psalm 49 verse 20 it says um, um a man that is in honor and understands it not is like a beast that perishes you know mm-hmm. What use is it if you carry the glory of God? What use is it if it is the time of your rising and shining um, and your light has come um, and the glory of the Lord is upon you, but you don't know it? The Bible says that man that is in honor and doesn't understand it is like a beast that perishes, you know, and even how she explained that scripture, you know, how animals have no form of insurance, you know, an animal is living in the wild, an animal takes every day as it comes, an animal just, you know, it's pretty much just living and fending for itself. He doesn't know what's going to happen to him tomorrow. He's just, you know, <laughs> you could be hit by by a lion or a tiger or a bear or anything, and that would just be the end of your life. You know, that's the beginning and the end of your life as it were. Um, there is something light about the way an animal lives because there is no hope for tomorrow. There is no demand on his life beyond what it is you know there's there's just it's what you see is what you get basically there's nothing more to the life of an animal and the bible describes that a man who is in honor and who does not understand is like that kind is likened to that beast that you don't even know you can't evaluate correctly you can't see correctly you can't judge correctly you know it's just you're taking your life as it comes, you're not able to discern that, oh, this is what this season is about. And this is what is required of me. You're not able to see the hope of your salvation. You're not able to see, you know, um, everything that the Lord is placing upon you. You're not able to um, even see that, you know, your seasons are changing. You know, it doesn't, you're no different from an animal who can perish at any time at, at any point. I want us to pray this morning that the Lord will deliver us from ignorance. You see that ignorance that um, um, 
from knowing or understanding the time or the seasons of our lives. That ignorance that um, deprives us from arising and shining because we are not able to evaluate correctly. I want us to pray this morning that ignorance will not steal our harvest. You see, ignorance was coming to steal from Esther. And you know, what Mordecai said to her was um, one of the terms that he used to, um, uh, it's not that he was threatening her, but basically he was telling her the truth. He said, um, don't think that you will not be destroyed, you know? Um, and that's the thing about ignorance. Ignorance is, is it, it comes to, basically to steal from you to kill you and to destroy you you know mm -hmm. um and we have to be very careful of 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 of, of that spirit of ignorance i want you to pray for yourself this morning i know i've said a couple of things but i want you to pray um, that the spirit of god will deliver you from ignorance the ignorance that deprives you from seeing the honor that god has placed upon you the ignorance that deprives you from arising in the day of your manifestation the ignorance that deprives you from understanding or seeing the glory of the lord from knowing or coming into the opinion of god for your life father in the name of jesus we pray for from the glory of God that in the name of Jesus, amen. Verse 2 of Isaiah 16. 
For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness the people, but the Lord shall arise upon thee and his glory shall be seen upon thee and the Gentiles shall come to thy light and kings to the brightness of thy rising. If that is not impact and influence, I don't know what that is. It says Gentiles shall come to your light and kings will come to the brightness of your rising. There is a rising that you must come into in this season there is a rising that produces the light of god that draws the nations to you that will draw the gentiles to you that will draw the kings of this world to your light mm-hmm. the light of god which is christ jesus father in the name of jesus we pray oh god that you deliver us from, from every form of fear of darkness you see darkness is not fear or darkness father keep us out it is a stage for your light to shine upon because darkness does not comprehend your light. Father, use the situations of life that our surrounding Lord Jesus. In the mighty Father, because it is as we light, light, as we move in your light, Lord. That is what I said. I very interesting it says the second part of verse 2 but the lord shall arise upon thee and his glory shall be seen upon thee so what the kings and the gentiles will see as light what they see as the brightness of your rising is the glory of god it is the opinion of god it is the counsel of god it is who god sees you as that is what people see people begin to see you according to um uh, according to the lens of 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 eternity they begin to see you according to heaven's opinion of you they begin to see the glory of god god's opinion concerning you that is why a king will come to the will come to uh, will come to the light of shall i say a person, someone that may have been um um maybe um categorized as a peasant in previous times that was what distinguished joseph in egypt 
the opinion of God, it began to shine. The opinion mm. of God, the glory of God was seen upon mm. his life. That was what made him impactful. He, they started to see. In fact, everywhere he went, the glory of God was seen upon him. But in the day of his impact and in the day of his influence, of his full influence, when time had come to, you know, full maturity, um, everybody could see it. And that was what caused the Gentiles to surrender to him. That was what caused the king to surrender to him. That was what caused the blessings of the land to, you know, be delivered to him because the opinion of God was seen in him. There is no way the world will see the opinion of God concerning us without us first seeing it. I want us to pray. Um, um, we have been praying concerning this, but I want us to make that prayer again, that we will be the first partakers. We will first believe. We will first see. We will first understand. We will first encounter the glory of God concerning Sending us many times mm -hmm. there is this thing about false humility where you know we can't even see it other people can see it more than us other people can actually see the glory of god upon our lives and we don't see it so sometimes it just doesn't add up the way we even conduct or manage or handle ourselves you know we just because we have not come to that understanding of how and who god sees us to be we don't um steward ourselves properly and that is what causes men or causes women to be easily plundered or exploited you can't see yourself so you can't manage and you can't guard yourself you can't set, set the right boundaries around yourself because you don't have that respect or honor for yourself but a man who sees or knows the glory of god upon his life um he's able to steward himself steward his blessings manage himself properly i want us to pray that we will not um we will not we will be the first to even see the glory of god concerning us we will be the first to understand how much god has placed within us we will be the first to understand even the honor of God concerning upon our lives in the mighty name mm -hmm. of Jesus. Because in doing that, what now happens is we begin to secure ourselves in God. We begin to rightly position ourselves in God. We begin to carry ourselves according to the way the Lord wants us to carry ourselves. We do not take ourselves lightly. We do no, we no longer disrespect ourselves anymore. You know, um, one of the, <laughs> the conversation I was having with Pia yesterday, one of the things that she said, she said, when you begin to see yourself according to the way God sees you, there are some friendships you cannot have anymore. At most, certain people that were your friends before, they become at most your mentees. Do you understand? You no longer begin, you no longer see yourself in a certain way. If you even look, take it to um, creation story, when God had created Adam and when he had created the animals, the Bible said that he brought the animals to Adam for him to name them and everything he named them, the Lord said it was good. Imagine if Adam did not understand his authority. Mm -hmm. You know, imagine if he didn't. I'm sorry, please mute your mic. Thank you. Imagine if he did not understand his authority um in God or you know the weightiness of, of what God had even placed upon him, the ability to name the animals. Um, imagine if he didn't even know the difference between him and the animals. What if he didn't even know that he was different from them? He would have probably thought, oh, okay, you know what? We're all living and breathing. Therefore, I'm even one of them. What if, you know, Adam ended up going to, um, would I say, join himself or yoke himself in companionship in with the animals in a way that was not according to how God had designed it to be. Um, it was because he knew who he was in God. That was why, even though there was none that looked, you know, even though the animals seemed to have some likeness to him, it did not mean that he would, he knew his place in their lives. You know, he was able to wait, even though um, he did not have a companion yet. He just knew, mm, 
even though the Lord has not yet given me, even though he did not even know what he needed at that time, it, it did not allow him settle. Understanding who God has called you to be keeps you from settling, settling for crumbs, settling for smallness, settling or plateauing in the areas where the world will say, you know what, it's not so bad. Just take whatever you get. It makes you esteem yourself higher than, you know, the obvious choices or the options that the world places before you. So I want you to just pray, you know, for yourself today and just ask that you will not, um, you, you will, as you, you will be the first to understand and to partake of the honor and the glory that the Lord has placed upon you so that you will not settle for anything less than the standards of God for you, anything less than the desires of God for you in this time and in this season, in the mighty name of Jesus. You will not be satisfied with anything less, with anything that is less than the will of God for your life. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, we pray this morning, Lord, that you will cause it to be a holy dissatisfaction, O God. Father, Lord, every Father, in the name of Jesus, may we no longer settle, Lord, for crumbs. May we no longer settle for smallness, O God. In the mighty name of Jesus, show us, O God, that we have the ability to place a higher demand, O God. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, a higher demand, Lord, even for our destiny, O God. In the name of Jesus, in the places where we have stayed small, in the places where we have just taken each day as it came, in the places where we have been simple-minded, O God, your word tells us that your word is light and it gives understanding to the simple. Father, let your word deliver and cure us from every form of simplicity of mind in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we will not settle for anything less than your desires for us, my God. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. And then finally, um, in um, this scripture in First Kings chapter 3, um, the Bible says, um, verse 10, which is uh, verse 11, which we've been reading over and over. So God said to him, since you have asked for this, you know, and not asked for long life or wealth for yourself. He said, God said, I will give you what you have asked for because you have asked for the right thing. I will do that you have asked for. I will give you a wise and discerning heart, you know. And he said, moreover, I will give you what you have not asked for, both wealth and honor so that in your lifetime no one will have so that in your lifetime you will have no equal amongst praise god 
to him because you have asked for the right thing because you have pleased me with your request i will give you what you ask for then i will add more to you i want us to pray and say father as is required lord as is required you see because presence of god there 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 are riches goodness pleasures forevermore you know so many times we may just see that which you know once we are able to you know it's like okay let me just take this one that is available you know and we've made that prayer and we've said lord give me accuracy in my understanding and accuracy in sight and we may not even be able to see beyond this certain point but there is something about the the way our our request or our posturing will please God and he will say, I won't just give you this one you've asked for. I will give you even more. The times where kings have responded, you know, the times where kings have asked men, what do you want? I have seen it in, in scripture. Even in Esther, the king said to her, what do you want? Tell me, I will give you even up to half of my kingdom. You know, mm. it means that God gives you an open check. If you mm. even the story of um, how John the Baptist was beheaded, um, Herodias' daughter, after she, the Bible says she danced in a way that was pleasing to the king. And he said, tell me what you want up to half of my kingdom and I will give it to you. You know, mm. and um, then she placed the request and it was like the king could not go back on his word. So there is a, an open check that God makes for us, you know, w- when we are accurate, when we ask for the right things and we have yeah. taken care that's in the place of prayer so the mm. next thing i want us to pray for and say god as is required it's an open check lord you know there was a day i think not too long ago last week while we were at the retreat i felt like the lord was asking me again it's been a few times god has i would say maybe two or three times god has asked me what do you want and for the first time i didn't tell <laughs> i ran the first time the lord asked me what do you want i said um I was quick to say, oh, I don't know. And then I said, God forbid, I know in Jesus' name. I said, I know, but I need to inquire. But Lord, let me get back to you. Give me some time. I will get back to you. And it sets me on a journey where I now start with scriptures. I started checking when the Lord showed up and asked men what they wanted. What did they ask for? You know, um, but it's helped me arrive at the will and the heart of God. And I came back mm. to God and I said, Lord, this is what I want. And even in that time, the Lord said, because you have asked for the right thing, this is what I will give you. And this is what I will add on to you, you know, but mm. uh, even beyond, even beyond that, um, I felt like, again, I was placed, uh, I, the Lord had, you know, was asking me that question again. And he said, what do you want? And immediately, it's like I, I was waiting for the question. <laughs> and I said, God, I want what I need. I didn't know how else mm. to explain. I was just like, God, there is so much my life needs in this time and in this season that I probably can't even see with the scene of my eyes. Mm. In the physical, mm. it may seem like I need X, Y, and Z. But I said, Lord, if I know you very well, every if I even know you at all, because no one can know God finish. I said, mm. God, if I know you at all, I know that when you come and you are asking this question, it's not the obvious thing you are asking me to tell you. I said, but mm. God, my needs and my desires and the things that are required for my life and destiny for you to show up at this time and you are asking me, what do I want? It means that you know what I need. And I said, Lord, give me what I need. So it sets me into, you know, it's set me on a trajectory where i started to ask the lord what are the things that i need what are the mm. things that 
lack? What are the things that are required for me to fulfill mm-hmm. destiny in this time and in this season? And I have been on that journey. And every day when the counsel of God meets me, it is constant, you know, in the last few days, it has been challenging standards. It has been challenging mindsets. It has been showing me, Stephanie, you cannot you cannot remain the same. These are mm. the things that you need. Even when it doesn't feel mm. like uh, I mm. need the things, the Lord is telling me, this is what you need. This is the posture you must take. I want us mm. to pray this morning. What mm. I respond immediately, it wasn't because I was trying to look for a fantastic answer to give God, but I felt like it was my spirit that was responding um, to the question that the Lord had placed in my heart. He said, what do you want? And I said, Lord, I want what I need. I want you to pray this morning and say, Father, as you are blessing me in this season, as you are asking me what I want, Father, help me to identify the things that are needed, the things that are required for my destiny to be fulfilled. You know, Solomon, what he needed apart from discernment was wealth and honor. I don't know what it is for you, but I want you to pray and say, Lord, as it is required, show me, oh God, what is required. Show me what is needed. Show me what my life is lacking. Show me what my destiny needs in this time so that when you give it to me, I can identify it and I can be a faithful steward, Lord, of everything that you will give to me. In the name of Jesus, begin by saying, Father, open my eyes to identify that which is required, O God. Help me to see that which is needed, O God. In the name of Jesus, as you are required for this day, as it is required, as it is required, Lord, for influence, as you are added to me, as it is required for destiny, required for destiny, as it is required, O Lord, for my Praise God. I pray that above all else, we will begin to understand that prayer is not just about speaking words, but it is about Mm. receiving strategies from the throne room of God. I Mm. pray that as we sit in the Mm. place of prayer, the Lord will show us how to engage him. Because one Mm. of the revelations that I got this year is that prayer is a changing room. You enter with one thing in your heart. 
enter with yes. a particular kind of request. You may enter with a certain kind of posture, but by the time you are staying in the place of prayer, and that is why the Bible says we must pray without ceasing. Prayer has the ability to change your perspective, to change your mind. And when Jesus came, what he was saying was change your mind, metanoia, metanoia, change the way you see, change the way you evaluate. How can a man change without prayer? Prayer is that place where you come into and you invite the divinity of God to, to, to collide with your humanity. It is that mm. at that point of intersection, that is where light comes. I pray that above all else, we would see and understand the power and the potency of prayer, that we would see our prayer times as strategy sessions. I want to mm. charge and challenge you. Don't ever go into prayer with just your words go with a pen and go with a pad. Go like you're going for a board meeting, like you're going for an annual general meeting, like you're going into a strategy session with the Lord, with the coach, with the with the king of kings. The way we sit down with our life or career coaches and they are speaking to us and we are writing things. That is how you must approach prayer. In this day, prayer is no longer about just speaking words and you know I, I was teaching a class yesterday I was telling them it's not like you are sitting down with a therapist and you sit on a couch and you stretch out to your legs and you're drinking tea and you're just speaking from emotion you're just talking and the person is listening to you and just telling you okay maybe they're giving you suggestions no prayer is where you go for your life to be transformed for your life to be changed for you to encounter the opinion of God I pray that in the name of Jesus I pray that the Lord will teach us and school us um, by the spirit of prayer I pray that the Lord will give us an understanding of the power that in the mighty name of Jesus Lord, as we have lifted our voices up this morning and we have prayed, oh God, for accuracy. We have prayed, oh God, even for expansion of sight, Lord. Father, we have prayed, oh God, even for um, understanding your opinion in this time and in this season. We have prayed, oh God, that you will give us light and we have prayed, Lord, for that which is required. We ask, Lord, that our prayers, you see, prayer is incense. The Bible talks about the prayers of the saints rising up as incense that was sweet smelling to God. When God mm. received the prayers of the saints, he said it was like incense, incense before his throne. It was sweet smelling to him. Father, we pray, Lord, that in like manner, as we have lifted up our voices this morning, Lord, that it is the incense that is sweet smelling to you, O God, that you have received, my Father, in the name of Jesus. We ask, O God, that if as we go forth from here, Lord, we will not forget the declarations, the prayers that we have made upon this altar. We pray, O God, that in the days to come, there will be a manifestation. There will be answers, O God, even to the questions, even to the inquiries that we have made upon this altar in the name of Jesus. For everyone that has prayed and has said, Father, give me what I need. You see, Jesus was teaching them how to pray. He said, um, give us this day our daily bread. Bread is what is needed for life. Bread is what is required for sustenance. Bread is what is you, is what you eat. You don't just use bread to feed yourself, but um, you can see bread as uh, you use it to feed yourself your immediate need. But there is a point where you get to where the bread can be broken and it can be used to feed many others. Father, show us how to use 
and how to utilize and multiply the bread that you are giving to us in this season in the mighty name of Jesus. Let us not commonize, Lord, the bread that you have placed in our hands. Let us not look down on the things that you have placed within us, Lord. Many times we come before you and we ask that you make us faithful stewards. Lord, in this day where you are causing us, you are calling us to arise and shine, indeed cause us to be faithful stewards, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Show us how to partner with you. Let your light, let it collide with us. Let your truth, let your word, Lord, let your word go before us, Lord. Let it be the resounding and resonating voice that leads us through life, my Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Show Amen. us, oh God, that you have braced us, Lord, for impact. Why? Because we have Christ Jesus. Why? Because we have you. Why? Because you, we have your spirit, oh God. Show us, Lord, that we have all things that pertain to life and godliness. At the Amen. end of this season, oh God, let no one leave oh god or let none of us enter the next phase of our lives um without the harvest of this season my god in the mighty name of jesus let none of us plundered oh god in the name of jesus by reason of ignorance by reason of smallness by reason of disobedience one of the things that the lord said to solomon he said and if you are obedient he said and if you walk in obedience to me and keep my decrees and commands as david your father did i will give you long life father in the name of jesus we pray that you would even help us lord to partner with your spirit to to be fully fully yielded to your spirit that, that we would walk in humility and obedience oh god in the mm. mighty name of jesus as you speak to us as you release your light as you release your truth to us oh god help us to walk in full surrender in full obedience to your word to your counsel father in the mighty name of jesus we thank mm. you oh god for this season we thank you oh god for the days to come we thank you for the days that are now we thank you, O oh God, for the manifestation of your word, the manifestation of your will. We give you all the glory and we give you all the praise, Father. In Amen. Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. 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 Um, before Amen. we go, I think Pastor Isi on this call. P.I., I don't know if you're still here and if you want to just bless us with a word this morning before we depart. Perhaps not. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Praise God. Um, thank you all for joining. This is the last day of prayer ring for the month of, of July. Um, but hello, every, hello. Every, every word that we have prayed, I want us to keep it in our hearts. I don't want us to forget. Remember what we have said today, strategizing in the place of prayer. Take it back to the Lord. Sit with the Lord. Allow him to speak to you, to teach you, instruct you, and lead you by his spirit. And I pray that the Lord will perform um, and confirm every word concerning your life in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Praise God. Um, Hallelujah. Pastor Stephanie. Yes, Pastor. Oh, okay. Pia, are you there? Hi guys, can you hear me? Yes, 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 yes. I think the next one kicked her out. Um, yeah.